Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, all cheaters. Welcome to the Always Cheating Podcast. The original cheaters back together again. Back through the end of the season, Brandon. This is this is it. Maybe we'll have a guest on, but only with us. Okay, so the two <laughs> yeah. cheaters will be here, yes. right, right until when the whenever this season ends. I think it's it, I think it ends uh, what is Memorial Weekend here in the U.S. Yes. Right? So we're going right into what what I consider kind of the official start of summer. So I'm really uh, excited to be back. I, I was in Mexico City for a week. It was wonderful, incredible experience. So glad I went there. Could not see a match at the Azteca, sadly, Brandon. That is, uh, there were no matches uh, on kind of during the time span I was there. But my name is Josh. I'm here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you? I'm great. Great to have you back, Josh. Uh, totally agree. And a big thanks to Tom Campbell, who guest hosted with yeah. me last week. We love Tom. He is uh, He's a master broadcaster in the making. Uh, so yep. we'll hope to have him back soon. So you were uh, you were in Mexico City, south of the border. How closely were you uh, plugged into? Were you paying attention to FPL uh, oh. while you were away? Well, I, you know, I sort of, as a personal uh, goal, did not really tweet uh, while I was there, which is uh, an addiction that I yeah, it's it's gotten a little easier to break, honestly. Post post Elon, uh, it used to be yeah. I, it was a real addiction, but uh, I uh, but you know I, I was like I, I'm going to try to tune out as much as possible. But um, I I the, our flight was timed on Saturday morning last week, so I was able to watch basically all of the all of the Saturday game week thirty fixtures, and then I was back Friday evening in time for and I did not I did not build my vacation around FPL, but it did coincide nicely with. <laughs> when I was yeah. the windows and I was able to watch. So uh, I, I, w- I would say I was pretty plugged in. I mean, I, I was stressing out about my transfers. I, I much like you, I, I don't have a free hit for 32. So yeah. every move I make feels, um, you know, especially um, fraught, right? Like, uh, yeah. you know, I had one false move and I feel like I'm in, I'm in you know, pretty <laughs> giant trouble. So, uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm sort of holding steady. Uh, I think much like you, I, I'm not two red arrows, but I think I'm, but, you know, we both have solid to play tomorrow. So let's, you know, we'll see how that mm-hmm. goes. Um, but I, I, you know, so um, yeah, I, I, I think I've only dropped about 500 total spots though, since the last time you and I recorded. So um, <laughs> that is the nice thing is you, you get up into the kind of nosebleed range, right? I, I was, I think I would just cracked 5k. We did the pot a couple weeks ago. And to be honest, you end up just encountering a lot of similar teams. Once you get up that high, it's, it's, so it's, it's hard to climb and it's hard to fall, honestly, unless you just go super crazy there. So, uh, that's, that's where I am now. I'm, I'm sort of like, I'm just like, I'm like a boat just sort of like, just, just, I'm just riding the waves, you know, not really going up or down very much right now. Yeah, and I also have this theory that I had, I'd like to do a little more research into. Of um, it's more like 
there are people uh, ahead of me that I'm in overall rank that I'm moving past, but at the same time, there are other people behind me that are moving <laughs> yeah. past me. So <laughs> yeah. I'll, I, yeah. I feel like there are a lot of managers who are on either side of 50K yeah. who are just trading yeah. places that I'm sort of stuck in the middle yeah. trying how to do grab you turn the ball into that, from them. <laughs> yeah, how do you turn into that second manager? That That's a great question. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's a tricky one, and I, I think that sort of, Game week 31 feels like a game week of missed chances, right? You had, um, mm-hmm. you, it started off on an incredible note with Ali Watkins just destroying Newcastle, incredible match. And I think, mm-hmm. and that was, you know, he had what, two goals and an assist, and then he had an offside goal as well. So it was really, I, I thought a very marginally offside goal. It was very, very tight. I almost wish they would, They like, they don't show the lines anymore when they're, I don't know, whatever it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, VAR, let's not, let's try to avoid it. But that was, uh, you know, so that was a great note. And then you had, uh, Holland get the two goals and off at halftime. So that's good. Keep him fresh for game week 33, Brandon. Let's uh, keep yes, those, yes. keep those bones fresh. And then that was kind of it in my squad. I mean, I, I, I'm on 60 points with solid to go. So totally fine. The average is 43, uh, for this game week, uh, overall and, uh, five from Rhea. That feels like it feels like getting an attacking return. That's honestly, um, yeah, that worked out great. And, and I, I, I moved Martinelli in, uh, just because I thought, um, I just didn't really want to ha- go without Arsenal coverage for, uh, game weeks 31 and 32, especially without a free hit. Uh, and that worked out okay. I mean, I got the assist. I mean, I, I, I went for him over Saka. So that's, that's a five point, shift right there. Uh, however, uh, I, I, I was trying to work out the math, like whether it, you know, cause I don't have Saka, but I had Martinelli. And so it was like, but Martinelli was already kind of, he was in low bonus at that point. So I was like, well, if he gets the assist, I should get six points from him. Yeah. But if Saka scores yeah. the goal, that's five points, but his ownership is, is quite high. So it was a real, it was a weird one. And it, it just, <laughs> I, I, you know, but, but to go back to my, my original point, it feels like a game week of missed chances because you have Harry Kane blanket at home to Bournemouth, which just feels extremely unlikely. Uh, you have, um, uh, I guess Grealish didn't blank, but he only got an assist in, in you know, kind of a demolition. Uh, you have McAllister Matoma. I don't know how they blanked in that match. That was absolutely incredible to me that those two <laughs> players, they were, they, that is like the most one-sided 2-1 match you will ever see. It was, Brighton were so good on Saturday. Oh, um, yeah. They, like Chelsea, Chelsea could not get the ball off of them. And when Chelsea did, they just had, they just really weren't prepared to do anything with it. The XG, yeah. at least on foot mob for Brighton in that match, was 2.94, so close to three wow. expected goals. Yeah. And I, uh, here's a fun story. This is this is a fun story, Josh. That like content creators are just like you, the listeners. Uh-huh. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes we make mistakes. So I made two kind of oddball transfers this week. I dropped Keppa to bring in Allison, looking ahead to blank game week thirty-two, which we're going to talk a ton about uh-huh. in this episode, and also yep. Liverpool doubling in thirty-four. So I'm taking yeah. a big risk here. We still don't know if Allison is fit to play on Monday night, so fingers crossed. And I also brought in Andreas. Pereira for Marcus Rashford. And that was kind of like a future. I just want to bring some cash into my banks, uh, yep. maybe to bring Trent in, in in a couple of weeks. So I wake up uh, Saturday morning to watch the Ollie Watkins show. And I realize I have left Matoma on the bench in favor of Andreas Pereira. That was <laughs> okay. uh, not intentional. Um, okay. And I don't, I, 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 mean, like I, a, I, I mean, would, that's like a, that's like a coin flip, right? Between those two. 
Well, I, I will say in my defense, it was actually, it was actually a glorious differential opportunity because uh, Marco Silva did not play a recognized number nine for Fulham, and Andreas Pereira was uh, for long stretches playing as a false nine. He had ample opportunity to score. Not as many opportunities as Matoma did, for sure, because Matoma yeah. just looked sensational that first half against Chelsea. So I do feel like I got away with it. And yeah, how do I become the manager that's leapfrogging and getting from 50K to 25K? It is Andreas Pereira getting a goal in that situation. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, it's worth a lot in that uh, case. But you certainly would have called that luck. And I, my score this week, I'm on 58 right now because I've got Dunk coming in as an auto-sub for Luke Shaw. I was really helped out by Martin Odegaard and his 10-pointer. I have double Arsenal midfield mm. with Saka and Odegaard. One worked, the other didn't. I mean, it's just an incredible streak of missed pens over the last two game weeks with Salah, Tony, and now Saka. Like, who, who's next? I guess we all just have yeah. to get Saeed Benrahma now if we want any of our players to, yeah. to score pins. I, it's like I've gotten to the point where I feel like I have FPL, you know, PTSD, penalty, <laughs> traumatic stress disorder. Or something. You know, it's like I feel like I'm just like, <laughs> you know, it's like every time I see one of my players step up for a pen now, I... I honestly just assume that they're going to miss it. Yeah, like I, am, yeah. I have gotten so, you know, it's solid last week again, another missed pen. It's like, it's just driving me crazy. Um, and so, yeah, so just lots, lots of missed chances. I mean, I think, you know, Bernard Fernandez had a great uh, match today, played really well for the second, uh, second week in a row. Didn't get any uh, attack returns in either match, which is super frustrating because he was really my, my big um, low ownership player that I, that I take a chance on and just hasn't really worked out. And so now I've got to figure out what I'm going to do with him. I'll talk more about that later. And uh, then the biggest thing for me was um, I left 15 points from Solanke on the bench. And that is just one of those moments where I was uh, McAllister versus Solanke. I um, had a version of my team where I had Solanke started on probably on Thursday. And then I, and I was like, you know what? I just don't really... I. I I, I just couldn't quite decide what to do with those two. It felt like it felt like a bit of a coin flip, and I, I sort of thought the Brighton would do what they did, which is to have a really dominant, um, really dominant match. I mean, Chelsea had played in the Champions League at midweek, and obviously, like, I mean, bringing in Lampard is 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 really like uh, not great. It, it just feels like it's doing yeah, exactly. It's just not great, it's, and so um, it's if anything, it makes me more inclined to to play players uh, against. Uh, against Chelsea. And so well, uh, I, I will yeah. say I, I feel bad because um, I feel bad, Josh. Um, you did call it like a couple of weeks ago. You said you just feel it in your bones. Solanke has a big haul coming. Uh, yeah. And that it's really only backed up by a gut feeling there because I think at that point he maybe only had three goals on the season. Yeah, but, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, about and, how, he lo- how he looks, you yeah, know, his involvement. He's, he's got a little bit of Ivan Tony in him, you know, I, I think. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, but, you know, 15 points with, with two assists and a, and a goal. And, uh, but there he is. So maybe Mosel will get, um, you know, the flu or something and I'll get, um, I'll get Solanke in tomorrow. But either way, it's fine. You can't, you just can't kill yourself about these kind of coin flips because it's, um, yeah. uh, it's just, uh, that's just the nature of the game. And so, um, yeah, so I'm fine. I, I, you know, I'm at a 50, like, I think with auto subs, I'm around 5,800, uh, overall, which is obviously awesome. And, uh, let's see what Salah does tomorrow. And I feel like if, if Salah can even get a goal, uh, away to Leeds, then I think there's a good chance that you and I will both be on, uh, green arrows for this game week. 
Definitely. Come on, Allison. Let's do, Allison let's do this. I yeah. feel, I, the, it was like, I feel like missed opportunities is a good theme for this week. And injuries have really been the headline FPL news over the last two yeah. to three weeks. Just like really inconvenient injuries blowing up people's chip strategies and, and all of that. And with Allison, I just said, you know what? I don't have any information here, but um, this just is for me, the ideal transfer. So I'm just going to risk it. Yeah. I'm going to roll the well, dice. I mean, it's ideal for you because you love an expensive goalkeeper. It's, I, it's, hey, I, I, <laughs> I did have a moment today where I was looking ahead to the doubles in 34 and I was like, would I even dare having both Ederson and Allison for my oh, bench brother. boost in 34? Don't I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm it. not going to yeah. do it. Spoiler yeah. alert. But it did cross my mind. Yeah, let's. I mean, let's see what happens with Steele, right? Because uh, Steele had the uh, the minor injury, yeah. um, and uh, that's kind of all we know, right? So mm-hmm. one day they will be required American style to release in this injury information, so we know this stuff in advance. But that day is not is certainly not happening, uh, you know, before the season's out. So, uh, so that's where we are. Uh, one more match to go tomorrow, but uh, yeah, if, if, you know, I think um, if you're feeling a little frustrated and you're listening to this pod with how your game week went. I think that's a kind of universal feeling. I don't think anyone was was spared the disappointment bug, right? <laughs> it was sort of, yeah. I mean, you know, the the Martinelli Saka owners in particular. That's a that that mess pen is a is a killer for them, right? That's that's a massive Truly. swing in terms of points and bonus. So, uh, but this again, as I said, with um, I, I, with, with Solanke sh- on the bench. A shout out to the guy on Discord. I'm forgetting uh, who it was who actually brought in. Eze for Rashford this week. Mm. So <laughs> uh, the sun shined on uh, on some managers, and that's good. Yeah. We, we see you. As I, it was like the ultimate, too, because it was like two, I think they were both like unassisted goals. It was like yeah. you know, the ultimate, like, no one gets these points but me, uh, you know, brace. So, uh-huh. uh, all right. Well, that's 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 where we are. Uh, and you know, obviously, the focus of this week's pod is going to be a Game Week 32. Uh, we're going to talk about free hit strategy. We're going to talk about what you're going to do if you don't have a free hit. Uh, well, there are a bunch of teams that don't play. Um, and so we'll, we'll refresh people's memory uh, on that as well. Uh, and so that's that's where we're going on this week's pod, Brandon. But I did want to quickly thank our, our newest Patreon supporters. We have six, Brandon, since, since we awesome. last recorded. So uh, thank you to uh, Zachary Marcus, Brian Hantman, David Corin, Julian Douglas, Sid Gapuchkar, and Guy Schaefer. So thanks so much to uh, all, all six of those patrons. If you want to support the podcast, Brandon, you and I were talking about this uh, earlier, um, early before we recorded, and we were saying this, this is this, you know, this is like our late season pledge drive, right? Uh, you never want, you know, these public radio. They always have a couple of pledge. I don't know. I don't know if BBC does this. I don't. I don't think it's all government funded, so probably not. But <laughs> yeah, the, the public uh, yeah. services are actually public services. Yeah, they're actually England public services. <laughs> yeah, unlike what uh, Twitter claimed NPR was or whatever, right? Uh, but it's. Um, yeah, but if you wanted to, uh, if you've enjoyed listening to the, po- the podcast, has been helpful this season. If you've enjoyed listening to it, uh, now is a great way. To, and, and hopefully, you know, if your if your season's going well and you're, you know, looking to uh, say th- 
thank you, then uh, now's a good time to do it. And you go to patreon.com slash always cheating. Or if you just need some advice uh, for the final six weeks of the season, I feel like uh, ever since we moved over to the discord uh, from the Slack, it feels like we've kind of taken a, a big step forward in terms of the, the, I don't know, just the conversation. It feels much more open and there's lots of, you know, New York city event planning if you're, if you're located here, but uh, you know, there's people from, from all over, you know, literally all over the world uh, talking in different groups in different countries uh, on there. So uh, patreon.com slash always cheating is where you can go. And uh, we also do an extra podcast each week. We'll be doing one uh, this Thursday. Uh, it's an important one because uh, game week 32 does kick off on Friday. So early warning there, Brandon, mm, uh, Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal host Southampton at uh uh, 3 p.m. our time on Friday. Wouldn't it be great to live in England and have that match as a... I would love to have an 8 p.m. Premier League match. Wouldn't that be great? Just Yeah, uh, just get the gang yeah. together uh, yeah. to watch the, the 8 kids p.m. To kickoff. Oh, oh, yeah, it, it would be perfect. Yeah. Instead, uh, we'll just be like hiding from our bosses at 3 <laughs> p.m. screening like, net, exactly. Yeah, nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, well, on, on that note, let's take a break. We'll get back and talk about Game Week 32. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Brian, we're back. 
Game Week 32 kicks off on Friday, as noted, uh, Arsenal host Southampton. Uh, and for those who have maybe forgotten or been in denial about this, Brandon, uh, Man United, Man City, Brighton and Chelsea, four, four squads that a lot of people have players in, uh, are, all, uh, are all blanking in mm-hmm. Game Week 32 related to the, um, the FA Cup. So um, I, I, it could be more chaotic. Sometimes this is a really bad blank, and this one's more like just a... It's, it's, it's get buyable this, this one, but, uh, regardless, I mean, I look at this and I've got, I guess I dropped Rashford this week, uh, cause the injuries now I, I still have two, three, four, five, I've got six players, uh, across these, these four teams. And I, maybe it's more like five because uh, one of them is steel who's, you know, I can use a different keeper. So, so look, so what does that translate into? How many players are you fielding for game week 32? Yeah, I'm at, I'm at nine at the moment. And, uh, you know, I think we should talk, let's talk about our strategies in a minute, because I, when I, when I put out the call for questions, I, you know, I did it on our discord, I did it on the, on the, on Twitter too. And the questions were really free hit focused. So I think it's a, as a service, I I know not everyone listening. Well, I mean, I'd say it's like 50, 50, maybe uh, in terms of who's going to be free hitting in 32 and who's going to be playing it straight up. Right. So, but let's kick things off with the free hit because I think talking about who you would have if you were free hitting this week, right? If you just if you could just bring in anybody, is a useful way of thinking about what I would do if I just had one transfer, which which is what I have in my case, right? Or what I would do if I took a minus four, which is what I'm leaning towards now. At the going into this this last week, I was thinking maybe I'll just field ten, but now it's like. Do I trust this Man United team? It's like everyone's injured now. Like, mm-hmm. what am I holding on to? Mm-hmm. Bruno looks awesome, but it's like he's, you know, he needs Anthony Martial and Vote Veghorst to finish his chances. Like, it's just, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's worth 10 million. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, are, how are you? Are you, yeah, are you feeling, how many players do you have? I, I, I guess, I, you know what? Let's, I guess we'll just kick things off with ours because otherwise it's just, it's just confusing. <laughs> we're the main characters yeah. of our story here, Josh. <laughs> I love enough. this. <laughs> we're, we're messing the running order up already. My beloved, my beloved running order. Uh, yeah. What are, what are your current plans for 32? Lay it out for me. How many players do you have? What are you thinking transfer wise? Yeah. So one of my concerns with 32 is I had no goalkeeper because uh, Danny Ward doesn't play anymore and Kepa was blanking. So Allison coming in for me in 31 is hopefully going to solve that issue. With that, I have 10 players who can start. I've got Matoma, Dunk, Luke Shaw and Holland who don't play. What I'm thinking right now is the money that I saved by turning Rashford into Andreas Pereira means I can afford to turn Luke Shaw into Trent Alexander-Arnold. So okay. I I had it in my mind that I would be very happy to go into 32 with just 10 players because I think yep. it's going to be a real mixed bag in terms mm-hmm. of you know what other FPL managers have. I think there are going to be a lot of people either taking points hits or, heavy, or, or short players along with the people who are free hitting. So 10 players still feels like a strong squad for this yeah. week. But... I think the ability to bring in Trent for me also plays into game week 34 and the Liverpool yeah. double home double. So that just feels like a, a win in two yep. game weeks for me. So that that is what I want. And I totally agree with you with Manchester United's form and these injuries. It's horrible for United fans and these players, but it's a blessing for fantasy because it just sort of absolves us of this strategy to keep to try to figure out how we can keep the Manchester United players because I think 
even if Rashford comes back fit or like Luke Shaw suddenly becomes the best fullback in the world, we still have game week 33 to assess and yeah. their Europa League fixture. And we have free transfers going into 34 when Manchester United double to figure that out. So I feel like yep. I'm feeling pretty like it's a f- pretty solid strategy to just dump these Manchester United guys right yeah. now. Yeah. And 34 is really the key, the key thing to consider. Um, if you, well, I mean, if you're in free hit, it doesn't really matter. Right. I mean, you, you can just sort of table this for a week because, um, there's nothing you can do to, to plan for it. Right. You focus all on 32, but, um, but if you, if you need to use transfers, then it's, it is useful to think about what's ahead. I mean, game week 34, um, there are six teams that double, uh, Brighton is one of them, uh, but most of us should already have two or three Brighton players. Mm-hmm. Um, Fulham is another, but they're certainly not essential, especially because they play Man City and Liverpool in, in 34. You know, it's a worst it's a, imaginable double fixture <laughs> yeah, for, it really for, is. for a team that's kind of yeah. on the beach. I mean, they yeah. did put yeah. Everton to the sword. That gives me a yeah. little bit of hope that there's some juice left to squeeze yeah. out of this Fulham least season. It, at the very least, it means they're not going out of like on a like all like losing out, you know, to end the season. Yeah, been, if they were to end yeah. on thirty nine points in the massive losing streak, <laughs> yeah. that would be pretty uh, psychologically uh, bad. Damaging. Yeah, I, I agree. So Fulham, Fulham aren't 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 super worth worrying about too much. Uh, Liverpool play twice at home. They play Spurs and uh, Fulham at home. Uh, Man City play twice as well. And now we we've got some questions about what to do there. I I'm probably going to stay away from their defense to be quite honest uh but like uh, like clockwork josh the 75th minute clean sheet wipeout continues Mm -hmm. to be a curse (laughs) oh yeah and uh kanji doesn't play uh or or, i mean uh, well aki and akanji don't don't start and then akanji comes on in the 75th minute i don't don't think aki got any minutes in this one and uh and then you have man united who are a little bit of a question mark and and you have west ham and west ham is the is the interesting one now because i really wasn't thinking too strongly about West Ham. And now I'm wondering if Jared Bowen actually might be a player that I have to give a little attention, thought and attention to. So that's, he's kind of been under the radar ticking along with uh, particularly assists. Weirdly is not the goal machine that he was last season, but you then go to the transfer page and you're like, wow, Jared Bowen is 8 million. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's it's quite rich, but I I agree with you. It's, it's definitely chin scratching as you look ahead to their double on 34 and they play this coming game week. Yeah, exactly. And so I think the question for me is, do I, do I just decide right now that um, whoever I bring in is going to be just a, a complete placeholder for me? And that my next two transfers are going to be Rashford and Grealish. And if I do that, then it kind of doesn't matter who I get in 32. Because the slot that I that I replace Bruno with will just turn into one of those two players. And then um, the Martinelli spot will probably turn into the other the other player. Uh, because I have Salah and then I have the two Brighton midfielders. So that would be the kind of five that I would... I would plan to play uh, in uh, in 34. So it's and then I, I would I would bench I play like a three five two and bench bench one of my forwards in that case. Um, maybe Big Dom Solanke. Although uh, who does who does Bournemouth play? They play Leeds at home, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm <laughs> I, maybe yeah, maybe it's actually uh, Ali Watkins in his incredible form. I, you know, so we'll we'll see we'll see what happens there. But I think um, but Bowen might be the pick because. He plays away to Bournemouth in 32. And even though Bournemouth have played a little bit better recently, I think that they, um, 
Um, I don't know. I mean, I, what do you think about West Ham today? I, you know, we didn't do too much real talk, real like outside of fantasy talk at the start of the podcast. But yeah. what did they play well, or did Arsenal just just totally just trip over their own two feet? In mm, I I hate turning it into an anti-Arsenal point of Me view, too. but Me that too. is my that's my view. Is it's it's now too league matches in a row where Arsenal yeah. had just handed uh, hand, handed two points uh, over to Man City or yeah. however you would want to phrase it. Yeah, and I think uh, when I think ahead to 34, I mean, losing Gabriel uh, Mar- Margal, Juliana Margulies, Gabriel mm-hmm. Margalas, um, losing, losing, you know, dropping him for uh, another, uh, a gaming 34 defender is, is something I'm, I'm very strongly considering. I, uh, you know, so I, I think for me right now, what I'm what I'm looking at for my own squad, and maybe this is helpful for Game Week 32 free hitters, maybe it's not, uh, is uh, B- uh, Bruno to Bowen, and then um, probably Shaw to well, it would be, it would be Shaw, it'd be Shaw to a Liverpool defender. Now, for me, I. I have to actually like do some like back of the cocktail napkin math on this a little bit because I may it may not make sense for me to go Trent and I may go with a cheaper defender, someone like Rabo or Van Dyke, uh, because I might need that extra money to bring in uh, Grealish and Rashford for you know for the, the two players I really want to have um, in addition to who I already have for, for 34. So um, so that that's something I'm gonna keep in mind a little bit as well. I, I, I honestly don't know how much of a drop off it really is. Uh, I mean I don't I don't know what to think anymore with Liverpool's defense. I mean I'm not even convinced I'm gonna bring in a Liverpool defender. I want to see how they look tomorrow in that Leeds match. I mean it'd be nice yeah. to see them actually Looked like they were capable of keeping a clean sheet before I started to drop seven and a half million on Trent Alexander Arnold. You know, it's sort well, of this, a, yeah. It's a this lot. is the appeal of Trent because it's it, with him. It's it's hardly about the clean sheets. He's basically a, yeah. another attacker for you. And yeah, the goodwill that I have towards Trent is almost solely based on the second half against Arsenal last week, where yeah. Trent basically decided he was going to. Uh, helped to carry that that Liverpool attack, and I thought he looked yeah. incredible in that yeah. second half. And yes, I agree with you. If he can keep that up, and at the def- and even better, if the entire Liverpool defense looks a little stronger and more organized against Leeds on Monday, then yeah, so I think better. a Liverpool defender is uh, is a great move as we look ahead to to thirty two through thirty four. Yeah. The um, back on Liverpool just for one second. If Cody Gakpo looked really good tomorrow, he would be somebody I would also consider uh, mm-hmm. for that midfield slot because he also plays twice. It's like I just want to kind of hedge my bets a little bit if I can. The only problem I have right now, and maybe I can use this as a way to transition into the free hit talk here, Brandon, uh, mm-hmm. is all right. You're on a free hit. You, there, there are the um, and let, let's officially do that. I'm like clapping my hands for you, right? So Wonderful. now it's reset. We're resetting mm-hmm. here. All right, so you're on a free hit. They're the essentials, the players that you absolutely want to have. Three Arsenal, three Liverpool, and then uh, what I'm calling uh, some effective ownership shield picks that you could really strongly consider, Kane, okay. Trippier, Watkins. And then uh, then you can then the fun players that you can fill out your squad with. A couple of players, maybe they'd have low ownership, just because why free hit if you're not going to do something like a little fun? That's, that's, that's my thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, even if it doesn't work out, at least you have that, like, 
that glorious sweat that like that that two hour window <laughs> yeah. where if you get a yep. single point from that player it's, it's like we were talking about Eze earlier if you get points from that player that is like those are your points alone you know it's such a yep. satisfying feeling um so when it comes to arsenal liverpool the question is who um and i think most solid let's start with liverpool most solid is an easy pick i think in a free hit trent is an easy pick uh for a third liverpool player are you thinking darwin are you thinking the Gak man? Are you thinking? <laughs> are you thinking Joda? You know, take a real risk. Are you thinking Robbo? You you have Allison. It's there. There are. Yeah. I like. I was like, you also have Allison. That is another. That's another route you can <laughs> That go. is a, that <laughs> is not something we're recommending, but that is a statement uh, as a fact. I feel like on a free hit, my inclination is to go a little bit more attacking oriented and. Mm-hmm. I, I think it probably is Gakpo because the issue with Darwin and Jota is that they are rotating on that left-hand side and Gakpo is, is taking up that more central position. And he's, I, I don't think that Gakpo's missed any starts where Darwin has. I think he missed so I, one. Did, did he okay. miss the, um, let me, let me pull up. Oh, when his, when uh, the full, the full squad was basically rotated, rotated. so that Curtis Jones could, could yeah, ride again. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I, I think it's Sala, Gakpo, and Trent feels optimal to me. Darwin, I you know when I was talking on our Patreon pod last week how Darwin feels like a tremendous differential pick if you're in a position where you you want to catch a mini league rival who's ahead of yeah. you by like 20, 30 points. Because yeah. Darwin, while you know we've got a lot of caveats around this guy, he has it in him to brace easily. It's just crazy. I mean, Liverpool have these amazing home results this season, right? They have the, the Man United match. They have the, the Bournemouth match in game week two or whatever that was. Uh, and so they play home. I, I think it's three. They have home matches in what? Three of the ne- four of the next five. In fact, they play, they yeah. play at home four of the next five um, forest spur. Well, the, the way, way to West Ham 33 and then, and then Spurs, Fulham, Brentford um, in those, those matches. So, it, I, I think it does make sense to double up there. And in fact, I think I would even be okay going with a Gakpo type over over Grealish, right? Like it's, at some point you just have to f- pick your spots a little bit and yeah. it may just not work for me to, to work him in. Um, but then, then you're like, okay, great. So like, let me, let, me, let me think about another attacker here. Let me think about Darwin. Darwin gets 12 points in game week 26, 2-1-2-1. Two, one, two, one. We'll see what he gets tomorrow, right? Uh, you have um, Gakpo has also great. He has a brace in that match at home to Man United. 2-2-1-2 two, 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 uh, in the four cents then. Uh, you know, Jota's even worse. He's at like 2-2-5-1-1-5-2. Two, two, one, one, it's like binary code, Brandon. These are, these are not, not the kind of numbers. You, I mean, okay, there's some fives thrown in there. But in general, these are not the numbers you want to... Yeah, these are not the numbers you want to see uh, when you're when you're looking at, at players. And, and the other problem is that there's there's literally there's I mean there's nobody else, right? You have Luis Diaz, way too risky, could not be considered. Um, there's no other midfielders, um, and and then defensively, I mean, part of me is like, let me just bring in Van Dyke, 0.8 million cheaper than Trent, and just. Hope he bangs in a header, you know, yeah. they play at home for the next five weeks. What are the odds that Van Dyke gets a header in one of those two matches? Hey, if Lewis strong. Dunk and Kurt Zuma can do it, I'm feeling <laughs> yeah, confident exactly. that Van Dyke can pull it together. Um, yeah, I think yeah. so too. If Van Dyke scores a header in this home stretch, uh, I'll just say it, Josh, I'll write you a recommendation on LinkedIn. 
I will, oh my that, gosh. Wow. That's something I will do if Van Dyke scores in any game week starting in game week 32 through wow. 34. The deal ends okay. after 34. I think you should include 35, though, because I'm talking about these home, this home run, you know? So. I include, okay, I'll include 35. Okay, great. Now I feel, I feel whole now. So I think if I were free hitting, Van Dyke, Trent, Salah. Those are the three that I would go with. I would gamble on the clean sheet at home to Forest. The Forest looked terrible today, really, really bad. And uh, at home too. And they they had actually been pretty strong at home. They had they had been scoring in, in many of these. Usually, home matches. like never fail to score. Yeah, I had predicted I that score at two one just because I you know I'm like look, Forest yeah. always score. They always find a way. Yeah, playing but a I second. Think they're screen. running out of gas yeah. here. Yeah, I think they are too. And they're pro- I mean, they're not necessarily safe, but they're probably. <laughs> they're probably safe, which is crazy. I mean, I would love to, I don't know if someone's listening to this podcast and they, uh, you know, know somebody at forest, uh, I would love to have them on. I would love to like, just hear in the, in the off season or something about their transfer strategy, because it's, it's so fascinating to me that it's, I mean, they, okay. You know what? <laughs> they're in, they're in 18th place. They are, they have, they they're have lost the drop, four, huh? they've lost four or five. Why am I talking about them? Like they're like in 12th. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, yeah, they are. They are in. They are in big trouble. Uh, tied. Uh, tied with Everton. So I mean, right now looking at the table, it looks like uh, Southampton and Leicester are really going to struggle to stay up. Uh, and then, and then you've got Forest, Everton, Leeds, and that kind of next pool. I mean, West Ham are in fifteenth place, but just to me, I, I, West Ham. I, I, it's hard for me to imagine a team with with Declan Rice and Jared Bowen and Antonio and and just yeah. They're, they're just too. They're just too solid. It's I there's agree. too many like too much Premier League quality there for them to, to go down. Uh, and then Bournemouth, I think, are safe too, which is kind of impressive. And I think I think Solanke is uh, a big part of that. So, all right. So those, so we're, we, you and I differ a little bit on that. And I, I guess the rationale for me for Van Dyke, if I were freighting again, is just that I think there's a decent chance that he just scores a header in this game uh, at home to at home to, to Forrest. You know what? And if, if he scores a header in this one match, Brandon, mm-hmm. I will retweet one of your tweets this week on my personal Twitter feed. How about that? So you got to come up with a good one. Not one of your obscure <laughs> tweets that you often okay. do. These, these uh-huh. like inside jokes to yourself that uh, nobody, nobody, you know, Basically nobody like understands. My, my, my grocery shopping list just tweeted <laughs> yeah, to myself exactly. so I don't forget. <laughs> I will. You know what? Okay. I won't just retweet it. I'll quote tweet it. I will. I will mm. recommend the tweet with a quote tweet, Brandon. So uh, you're on. You're yeah. on. Let's yeah. go, Van Dyke. Right, there we go. Right, we got some fun, fun stuff <laughs> happening. Yeah, we could both win if he scores uh, in, in 30-32. So, um, but I think I think uh, it's 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 really open. But I, obviously, Trent and and uh, Sal are the two obvious yeah. ones, and then, and then it's like a shooter's choice. Just just have fun with that that third pick because it's really hard to say mm-hmm. who the the best the best option is there. It kind of depends whether you want to go offense or defense. Um, I think you made a good case for offense. Uh, Arsenal, I think I'm going all offense if I have Arsenal. Um, yeah. I think that it's uh, I would well. You know, the forward thing is tricky because there actually are the one thing that you have in a free hit are a wealth of solid forward options in game week 32. You have Ollie Watkins, an absolutely incredible form. It'd be really hard not to have him on a, on a free hit. Yeah. Uh, you have, um, I mean, Solanke, who's been awesome, uh, plays, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks, uh, plays at home to, to West, West Ham. Ham. You have Gabriel Jesus scored, scored uh, today. 
Uh, he scored four and three matches, I think, since he's returned is, from is injuries. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. It's like so unlike what he did the start of the season. Yeah. You have Harry Kane, who, you know, is kind of your effective ownership shield pick, but he's also, he's Harry Kane. I mean, and <laughs> Newcastle are, Newcastle are fading. Uh, but if you wanted to, you know, I mean, Isak, I think is another option, right? Because Spurs are, are just not keeping clean sheets right now. So you kind of go through the lineup and there's, and then you have Ivan Tony as well. And Brentford are incredibly good at home. So, um, but, you know, I, I think that that's I, I would certainly lean towards. And in fact, maybe this is where the free hit question, uh, they, they, the, 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 the decision about who to pick between Arsenal and Liverpool start to correlate a little bit, okay. because maybe it makes more sense to have a second Liverpool defender because that opens up a midfield mm. spot mm. for an Arsenal midfield. Yes, that makes um, sense. Yeah. And so maybe... Um, Maybe that's something to consider. Uh, and maybe you go, like, I'm just, like, I'm trying to think the midfielders I would really, really want for this week. I think you could make a strong case for going Salah and three Arsenal midfielders as your midfield. So it'd be like a 3-4-3, three, three, yeah. Salah, and then you go Martinelli, Odegaard, Saka, and then up front, you'd have, take your pick, right? I mean, no one's so expensive in this free hit that you couldn't kind of have anybody you wanted. Um, and then defensively, maybe you have two Liverpool defenders and um, I don't know, maybe like, wh- what do you think about Leno as a possible keeper option for game week 32? I, I kind of like him as, as a, you know, especially if you, if you, if you can't, you know, if you're, if you're loaded up on the Arsenal players and you're loaded up on, on mm-hmm. Liverpool, is he the third best keeper to have for 32? I actually, I like the Leno pick, but actually who I like better is Sam Johnstone at Crystal Palace, who is uh, now starting, uh, he's back fit. Pick. Don't have to start the, the that weedy, small, young guy, uh, right. good as he was. But uh, two starts for Sam Johnstone and two clean sheets, and he's also getting a decent save points. He had four saves yeah. against Southampton, seven against Leeds. So I I like him. Uh, and even okay. like I would I like consider that. him. I mean, Guaita is uh, projected to be back fit uh, by the end of April. I do wonder if Johnstone actually gets to pick, actually actually gets to keep the number one slot because Palace are just kind of in the zone right now. But a free yeah. hit, there's like zero risk with getting Johnstone in. I like that pick. That's that 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 makes a lot of sense. In fact, I, I think yeah, I, I think I would just go ahead and do that, and then maybe I'd have Leno as my second keeper, just, just for safe, safety's yep. sake. Totally. Um, good. All right, we're just like banging through these right now, Brandon. Uh, what do you think about Trippier? Does does he just have to be in your squad? I feel like there's not like there's not a high enough ceiling with other defenders like, OK, yeah. so granted, we're all going to get LinkedIn recommendations and, and retweets because Van Dyke <laughs> is going to score 20 points yeah. apart from him, though. I just think like Trip Trippier could produce a 12 pointer uh, easily for you. Granted, yeah. Newcastle are a little bit on the way and I, I agree with you. But I, I don't think there are other options that are just going to make it worth that risk. And if you know, I feel like this is one spot in a free hit where you can be a little risk averse. Yeah, I I think I think so, too. I mean, he's probably uh, going to be like ninety nine point three percent owned. Right. Like yeah. when, when you can combine because he's in every, like almost everybody's regular team. And I, I would imagine most free hitters will have him as well. I mean, he's home. He hasn't really done. I don't know. I mean, actually, I think he was kind of 
I think in the first half he was he was in the you know how like I don't know if you, I don't know I I I think you're just like me and you're checking this stuff all the time but you know he was like he was on for a couple bonus early yeah. in the second half right just because of the yeah. chances that he was creating and stuff like that so it's it, it feels like it's just a matter of time before he starts to to come back around a little bit and uh, I don't know I mean they, they need a like it's it's a, actually a really crucial Champions League uh, kind of yeah whatever they, Champions League tie. Right. Newcastle is early. yeah getting bailed out because Spurs have have hit a rough patch themselves. So, yeah. uh, but I yeah. agree. Like if Newcastle can beat Spurs on their home patch, then that puts them in a really good position to finish in fourth. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm kind of beat. like rooting for, just to mix things up a little bit. It feels kind of fun to me to have uh, have Newcastle in there. But yeah, you, know, you gotta get another yeah. oil state into in the mix. That sounds fun <laughs> to me too. <laughs> this is still it's still fun right now. They're still in their like yeah. Man City buying Rubinho phase, right? Like kind of early <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it'll get it'll get less annoying later. I mean, you know, Man City is now probably gonna win their fifth title in six years and i mean but like uh, i don't know like hopefully that can't happen again right i mean they they quite literally cheated to to do that right as as, as it now has been yeah, at did, least alleged. did we all just forget about that big news story earlier this season where <laughs> the fa so was like good. oh so man city is going to jail I know. It's like the stuff, it's so much news. It's like, it's, it's how I think about the Super League sometimes. Like, was that all a dream? Like, did, did the Super League actually, like, get announced and then go away, like, two days later? Like, I, did that actually happen? It feels like such a yeah. weird, distant memory at this point. All right, so I, I think I think we're there. I think um, uh, we talked about forwards. We talked about how you really have your pick of forwards. Um, if I were to put you on the spot here a little bit and you were free-hitting you know, subject to change, of course. But if you had to pick yep. three forwards right now, who would you have for, for Game Week 32? I'm honest. Honestly, I'm a little bit more bullish on Jesus on a free hit. Uh, I think it um, th- that it be- then becomes a really tough sort of crapshoot uh, to pick which two Arsenal mids because uh, I feel like I'm always going to miss out on the one that actually yeah, gets get the points. But one. I like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. The the Brentford Villa match is actually interesting with Tony versus Watkins and Watkins, a former Brentford player. You could imagine a classic not no celebration goal from Watkins in that match, but I expect that to be a tighter affair because, as you mentioned, Brighton are so good at home. Uh, so is it, it's Kane, Jesus, and give me a third one. Um, maybe I, it is Watkins just cause you have to go foreign player. I think I would go Kane, um, Tony and Watkins. Uh-huh. I would go with okay. the form Watkins, but I think Ivan Tony at home is just terrific. He's, he's just been so, so good at home. Uh, and I think that he's, uh, um, just, I don't know. I mean, uh, otherwise it's um, Isak. I think is another pick again. There's just a lot. There's a lot that you could go a little different here. You could go Gabriel mm-hmm. Jesus. You could go Isak and, and you're probably going to be okay. I actually think if I were to just start with two, I would start with Tony and, uh, and Watkins. And then Kane is the one who I could think you could consider going without, um, just because it is a tricky away match. 
Yeah, that that is fair. Um, I mean, we're just gonna, not going to talk about Darwin Nunez. Um, I mean, he He's, is. Give me a break! Like, <laughs> like can, can that guy actually play? Like, I mean, yeah, maybe he gets a hat trick tomorrow, but it's just, it's just so tiring with him. Yeah. Like, we're thirty weeks in, <laughs> and we still haven't had a real proper run where he's played well. Yeah. It's just like yeah. I, it's hard to yep. really strongly consider it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's right. I think you can. This the forward on a free hit is uh, that's that's the opposite of what I was saying about Trippier. That's the position where you can get yeah. a little creative and find yeah. a, a lower ownership fun pick for you. Yeah, I think uh, Jared Bowen. I talked about him a little bit already. I think he's a, if you want to be a little different, I think he's kind of a fun pick there. I think if you don't have a free hit, I like Bowen a lot as well because again, he plays twice in thirty four. Uh, they're not great matches, especially with Crystal Palace uh, returning to form. They're both away in 34. Um, mm-hmm. So it's he's not like maybe the, the optimal pick. I, I would really like to talk myself into Cody Gakpo. That would make things a lot easier for me if I were able to do that. But I don't know. Let's see. Um, and I think, uh, I, I mean, Eze is another one, right? I mean, he's he's a, a, you know, kind of a fun, a fun pick. You could have him for a, a couple of weeks. I mean, if you just know that you're going to flip your player in 34 for one of these doublers, mm-hmm. uh, whoever you bring in, it is kind of fun to think about who you could target just for a two-week window, like who's got a really nice two-week run of matches. I I mean, just looking through this this list right now, it's, I mean, it might honestly be Liverpool. I mean, Forest, Forest and West Ham away, that's not a bad two-week run. Um, Newcastle, had, they're okay, but they don't have a great, um, midfield option, right? No one you'd really strongly consider. Uh, so, you know, Bowen, I guess, like, uh, I mean, Bournemouth and Liverpool, I mean, but Liverpool at home, like if you're, that is, that is to say, if you're the squad playing Liverpool at home, I feel like <laughs> you should expect to be scoring in that match. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so I mean, it's kind of, there's not like a great, I mean, I guess you you do have James Madison, uh, but I, I think you and I are both, uh, He's on the negative list right now. Yeah, the whole team's, he's, that whole he's team's banned. Uh, much love, Mad Dog, because uh, I know you're out there listening. But uh, your team stinks, and uh, let's, <laughs> let's start fresh next season. Yeah, let's start. We? Let's start fresh next season. <laughs> what about uh, just to throw one out again? If you were just on a very short term, short term move, uh, what you know? When, looking at Aston Villa quickly, uh, is there is there anybody on Villa outside of Watkins? I mean, they they have been defending you know very well. And would you consider like a Emmy Buendia, like just kind of take a little risk? W- I absolutely different? would because I had Emmy on um, the Buendia that is on my free yeah, hit. That's right. A, a few that's weeks right. ago, and he got that crazy Eight goal pointer. in injury time. So and and I think you know if you just think about the the incredible form that Villa are in. Uh, Wendy is not just, he's not really been returning super consistently, but in that no. spirit of one week punts, I think he's got to be on the list. Yeah. Just given their form right now, right? Five in a row. Yeah. It's a, it's actually seven. They've won seven uh, of eight and the other match uh, was a draw. So they have a, an eight match unbeaten run. They really have, <laughs> so, it's so impressive. It, yeah. They yeah. flew past Brighton. You know, everyone is talking about Brighton like they, they, you know, they're winning the Europa Conference League next season, uh, yeah. but no, it's going to be Villa. Yeah, the, they do have uh, Brighton has two in hand versus Villa though, Brandon. So we could see a late, a late that could be fun, a little late charge there for uh, yep. for Europa League spot. It's so confusing. Now, do you remember who gets the Europa League spots? I, I mean, I know it's fifth place, but is it like fifth and sixth and? Do they still have the um, the gentlemen's like the yellow 
Remember the like whatever they yeah. called like the the good sportsmanship uh-huh. Europa League yeah. spot or whatever that was called. I don't think they do. Um, okay. Honestly, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So fifth and sixth get Europa League, and seventh is the Europa Conference, and okay. everybody below okay. that gets a gets a right. ribbon. I forgot about the Europa Conference. Well, Europa Conference is kind of fun too. I mean, uh, you know, West Ham are, are in the middle of that right now. I mean, I, having a it's t- like, terrible it, season and they're still in Europe. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, I think exactly. It's like the, the, it's the Europa Conference thing. It's like everyone laughs about it until suddenly you're in the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and then it's like, well, hey, it's like a it's a European. I don't care what level it is. It's a European Cup. You mm-hmm. know, where the elimination rounds, you got to go for it. Absolutely. So. All right. Well, let's uh, just let's wrap things up here, Brandon, with a quick lightning round. Okay, lightning mm. round. Okay. Every question will be will be asked to you, or you'll ask it to me in less than thirty mm-hmm. seconds. Every response will take mm-hmm. less than thirty seconds. This is old mm-hmm. school. Like I said before, yeah. the start of the pod, Brandon. So we're re- this is the always cheating reset. Okay, final 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 stretch of the season reset here. Start things off with Sam. How about we alternate? Who asked the other person the question? Okay, and I'll start with Sounds Sam, good. and then you yep. can do Clarky, who we've got next okay. year. Sam okay. says, which players are worth a hit to get in for Game Week 32 if you're replacing someone that has a blank? I mean, we talked a lot about Liverpool already, but it's true. I think you quickly get that minus four back with somebody like Trent because Liverpool do have that double in 34. So I think if you're taking a hit in 32 to fill that spot, I would focus on, you know, the the few assets that then also double in 34. And then I think that really does wipe away that minus four pretty quickly. Yeah, I think that... uh that's I, I would agree. I think that um, I, I'm strongly considered a minus four myself, and it would be for two Liverpool players because um, yeah. you get them for thirty for a very good thirty. I mean, it's not that you just get them for the thirty. I mean, home to Forest is just a terrific fixture, right? And so it's totally you, you consider those in a minus four, even in a normal uh, situation. Uh, All right, Clarky, Clarky is next. Josh, lightning sound effect. Pew, pew. Clarky asks, as it stands, I have no keeper for game week 32. Is there a keeper that's likely to repay a minus for this game week? Uh, who would your very anti premium goalkeeper? So Allison is off the table here, even though we are we could apply the same logic from the last question. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not I'm not hugely into premium goalkeepers. And I mean, we've seen it with Ederson recently. I mean, it's just uh uh, it tends to be a little, I mean, Allison, I don't know, I guess because Liverpool have been shakier. He has been a little bit better, better fantasy wise. Uh, but often what you get with, with, with expensive keepers are, um, it's like you either get six points or two points, right? Yeah. You either get, um, you know, a clean cheater or, or so, you know, so if you brought an expensive one, you're kind of hoping for, uh, uh, a two pointer, uh, you know, like a two point gain, or you're going mm-hmm. to lose points on it. If you bring in a keeper from a team that's not as good, honestly, then you're sort of maybe going to get a clean sheet. Maybe you get enough saves to get three or four points, but I would just go without a keeper for 32 if I didn't have one. I do not think there's a keeper that's likely to pay a minus four. And I know people start to be like, well, I mean, the only thing I would say is, I guess, if there's like a situation where it's kind of like you with Allison, where it's solving a problem for 34, right? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to bring in this keeper, but then they double. So I, you know, I don't know. So in that case, I think, I guess maybe, um, Allison does, 
Like in your literal case, I can understand the rationale for Allison. Um, in general, I don't think it's worth minus four that game week. You could argue for Fabianski, who has Bournemouth in 32, plus a right. mediocre double in 34. Or even yeah. I just like just to simplify the goalkeeper thing, why are we not all getting David Raya right now? Because he is a mean machine. Uh, he yep. doesn't double in 34, but he's got some decent fixtures. He's got Forrest at home in 34. So, yeah. Look at I Raya. Think, yeah. Yeah, and there, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I think Raya's, uh, um he's been like a low low key star for my for my squad. Um, I think I've had him since my game week eight wild card. Um, all right, next question comes from we got two more questions. Brennan uh, comes from FPL Faceoff, aka Fitz. It says team dependent, of course, but would you prefer to free hit in thirty two or thirty four? Says I can I can get it for my I can get a minus four for eleven and thirty two, and I plan to free hit in thirty four. But I'm a little worried about losing ground. He says, I'm just outside the top 10K. So we we talked a little bit about 32 and 34. Uh, we talked about 34, the, you know, the teams that played twice, just as another quick refresher, Brighton, Fulham, Liverpool, yeah. Man City, Man United, West Ham. Uh, and then, but and then this week, it's Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Brighton that don't play. So what do you think about if you had the option to go for either one, what would you do? Yeah, well, there are other chips in play. A concern you might have if losing ground is something you don't want to do is there will be people triple captaining in 34. So if you free hit in 34, you lose that ability. But if if the free hit is the only chip you have left and you can field 11 in 32 with a minus four, then I would lean toward a free hit in 34. Yeah, just feels yeah. like a higher a higher upside with 34 and a free hit. I think so too. I, I like the idea of free hitting in 34, especially uh, you know uh, Ben Crowlin, who has not had a great game week, partially because he's he's planning. I think for the for the for the free hit 34, wanted to set himself up for 32. But I think it's really going to pay off. I think that the people who and you know he mentions um, uh, fits that um, you know he's worried about losing ground, but you just just see it as a as a three week run that, that will end, totally. you know? Um, so I, I think it's okay. I mean, I, I remember when I wildcarded in, um, I mean, you and I both wildcarded in, in 27 and 27 didn't work out great. 28 didn't work out great. 29 worked out unbelievably well. Right. It, it was, it was an amazing <laughs> week. And so it's like, you just, you have to, and so, you know, right now, if you can get to 11, and 32, that, that's probably fine. And, you know, because, again, I don't think the band of scores is going to be that high, right? And so, the, you know, so yep. it kind of goes back to what you said. The up, upside is probably higher than 34 because just the band of scores, the range of possible outcomes is probably a little bit uh, swingier in 34. Um, and so it just it feels a little more aggressive to, to free hit there. All right, final question. Final lightning round question comes from Swamp Dragon. Is it time, Josh, to move on from Bruno Fernandez? I'm glad I'm throwing this one at you. Uh, Swamp Dragon says he did look better with the return of Casemiro. So Bruno, I think the last two matches has played really well. No fantasy returns to show for it. Your patience is running thin, I'm guessing, Josh. Well, it is running thin. I mean, the the problem is... uh, yeah, I mean, he just the players that he's creating chances for aren't players who can score much, right? I mean, Anthony uh, 
has blown a number of Bruno chances over the last couple of weeks. He did luck into a goal today because Martial couldn't finish a chance that Bruno created. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it was just like, it was, it was such a frustrating match. And, uh, oh my gosh, I mean, Keeler Navas, what a gift for Forrest to have someone like him uh, down the stretch here because yeah. I thought he played really, really well. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, if you don't have any other problems in your squad, right, if you have Bruno and you're free hitting 32, then I would keep him. Um, I think uh, in my case, I he, you know, it's, if Rashford comes back, uh, he's just he's still playing kind of deep. He's really expensive. You're not really getting your money's worth for him. I mean, it's 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 kind of the same problem with Salah, honestly. I mean, I don't love that I have Salah right now either, and it's just sort of kind of stuck with him, maybe for the rest of the season, certainly through 35, I would imagine. And um, that's just you know. So I I just think I want out. I I would like to I would like to be. Uh, off of him, and so I think that, and he's not he, he, partially, partially because he's expensive. If it was cheap, I wouldn't. I would, I'd probably just roll it. But um, you know, but moving him frees up enough money to to bring in a Trent or Van Dyke or whatever, right? Yeah. So um, that's that's part of it. The midfield is really interesting right now uh, because there are like we've we've had so many great midfielders in fantasy this season, but it's gone kind of quiet. It's gone yeah. a little cold, a little stale since the Rashford injury. It's yeah. really all about Manchester City right now, and nobody yeah. really wants to talk too much about City because of this blank in thirty-two. So um, I, I think it's I think it's tricky, uh, and yeah, like 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 I was saying about my stance on Manchester United at the top of the pod is I would get rid with the acceptance that you would bring Manchester United assets back ahead of thirty-four if it felt yeah. justified. When is that? So game week 33 is the Arsenal-Man City match. Is that a midweek match? Because It's on a Wednesday, so... yeah. Oh, yeah. What a heartbreaker. <laughs> what am I going to do? Colin sick? I, I got to figure this out. I, I This might be one where I actually try to record it and go on complete media blackout yeah. until until that evening that that might be the way it has to has to happen is that next week yeah we got a tricky one yeah it's a midweek next week i at least work from home on wednesdays so i might be yeah. able to sneakily watch that one in real time but yeah i yeah. i agree it does feel like a match where you you don't you want to give that match your undivided attention because hopefully yeah. hopefully i think it will be a just not a a route uh, from, yeah, ideally from I'm drinking one. while while watching. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it will be. I think. I think it's going to be a really interesting and, and competitive match. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, Arsenal need to uh, clean up things with with uh, um, you know home to Southampton. Maybe maybe get their confidence back a little bit. Kind of like that Villa match did for them a few weeks ago. Mm. Well, um, that's an so interesting that's, point. Just yeah. real real quick. I yeah. guess the last maybe the last note on thirty two is. The brief for Arsenal against Southampton might be we need to score like six six goals because yeah, they need yeah. to boost that confidence looking to Man City because that will be for the title, that Man City match. Yeah, it, it yeah, it really will be. I mean if Man City win that it's it's pretty much over, I I would, so, I would think. I mean, yeah. Yep. But do do you think um uh you know, I guess one final final thing, captaincy are you? Um, is it is it Salah all the way? Any other anyone else you'd consider for 
32? I have I have Vice on Sokka, though, you know, after that pen miss, and he's been a little quiet the last few weeks, yeah. and if, or yeah. if not just not starting after international break. Um, my confidence is is right where the Arsenal confidence yeah. is right now with him. Yeah. So it just it solid just feels um, like the just kind of a no brainer in a way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought Saka was really off the boil myself. I, I didn't think he was yeah. super impressive. Um, all right. So, uh, but I you know I I, w- I would not be surprised at all to see him like do a big comeback um, in, um, mm-hmm. in in gaming thirty two. All right. So that that's your pod. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we uh, helped. Helped uh, some people out a little bit. Uh, if you want to uh, say thanks, I, I feel like I helped myself a little bit, Brennan. I clarified some things. <laughs> Good. Um, if nothing else, I helped myself. Uh, if you want to say thanks, support the podcast, talk to us on the Discord, get an extra podcast each week, get t-shirts, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, go to patreon.com slash always cheating. Uh, Brennan, do you want to thank our producer patrons? Would love to. Thanks to producers Mike DiPietro, Trevor Ingerson, our buddy Chris Howell, Bobas Kuhn, James Holland, Dave Wagner, Lodal, Nick Wright, Lazarus Yanos, Jesse Halstead, Bruce Kerr, Brian Chin, Blair Jacobson, Todd Byerly, Dan Parsons, at FPL Merch, Carrie Swanson, Jefferson Turner, Buffalo Wildmings, Francis Moore, Sam Shower, Caleb Robbie, Volger, Paulson Kruger, Alex Holcomb, James Keatley, The Saint, Bob Fox, Craig Jackson, Thomas Andre, Shalin F. Kadakia, Terrence O'Donnell, Paul Herzing, Heath Cram, Thomas Tisloff, and Noah and Louise. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Always Cheating Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on social media. And for all this information, visit our website at alwayscheating.com. All right. Thanks, everybody. And uh, good luck in Gaming 32. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com